Amanda Dixon is the longtime host of Utah's Morning News. You can hear more of her each weekday morning between 5 and 9 here on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Such a treat this week to have Kelly Pierce with me, digital media associate with the R Street Institute, my former colleague from KSL. Robin Edmeyer is here, UVU's Director of Emergency Management and Safety. And Shauna Scott Bellacomo is with me, the former president of the Women's State Legislative Council and also the former president of the Utah Women's Lobby. May I ask you about um, a difficult case? This is uh, the case that involves the parents of a, a boy who went into his school and shot and killed uh, fellow students. And the parents were aware of some of his troubles and they bought him a gun anyway. And when the school called them and said, you know, he's really struggling, they did not go and pick him up like the school had requested. As a result of those two things, and probably a lot of other facts I'm, I'm not sharing, those parents were charged with criminal negligence. So here's my question for you. And Robin, can I start with you on this? Because, you know, we see, I mean, there are parents who have children who do horrific things. And due to no fault of the parent. At what point does it go from being bad parenting that we just judge from our armchairs and actually an actionable criminal act on the part of the parents when it's based on conduct solely taken by the child. How do you understand that? And I think this was this was kind of interesting. I had to read a lot about this one too, just because you know you get that first little teaser and it's like, I need more information. I need more, yeah. I need more. So I kept reading and reading. And I think it's easy to make an emotional opinion and and you don't want to do that. Um, they're being charged. So to me, you know, as you look at the the details of yes, they bought him a gun. At the time, there was no law in the state that said guns needed to be locked up if minors were present. There is now, right? So there's that. And then, but what bothered me was when they had the drawing in the math class by the by Ethan, and they came, they were called to the school and said, look, he, he drew this thing. The parents did not disclose they had given him a gun. I think that's odd. I also thought it was odd that the school didn't and the parents didn't search his backpack. I mean, here you've got this kind of disturbing picture. The parents know, yep, we bought him a gun. There's a picture of a gun, blood, some words. Um, I just thought it was odd that neither one of them thought to look in his backpack. Or a resource officer wasn't present for some of this to say, hey, let's just search him right now. Why didn't the parents disclose he had a gun? Because it was that very day. And then the parents said, yep, we're not taking him home. But the school's like, yeah, he can't stay. So yeah. it was like, what? Yeah. Like, why Why didn't you, if you were that nervous, why didn't you insist upon him going home? So it, it's odd. So at the end of all that, it's like, I feel like it's a slippery slope to start blaming parents for the bad actions of their children. Mm -hmm. But there were some real red flags here that bothered me um, enough. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out in the court of law. Right. right? Um, if there was a law broken by the parents, but it's like, it's easy to say, wow, those parents, something's up with them. Maybe, maybe, but it was just like, wow, I feel like there were some things on both sides that should have happened that didn't. Yeah. Interesting. Kelly, how do you see this? I see this pretty much as Robin does. And, you know, I'm a big supporter of the second amendment. I know there have been times where, you know, teenagers have had to use guns because a criminal came into their house and that kind of thing. But 
what I think about in, in this case, it's going to be kind of hard to prosecute because there's sort of no laws around it, right? So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I, just as a parent, I'm like, you know, that definitely is negligent. That is so negligent. And I do think that, yes, as a society, we are way too hard on parents. But logic would say that you know that your son is disturbed. Why are you giving him a weapon? I mean, not even thinking of a shooting of other people, just himself, just himself. a safety thing for himself. So mm -hmm. this whole case is disturbing, but it'll be interesting to see where it goes because it doesn't seem like there's quite a, a roadmap here because there are no laws kind of around this specific situation. Maybe we'll see some change in the law or maybe, you know, this will guide us, this decision. Shauna, how do you see it? I don't see it that way at all as our two other guests. Um, I did a, I, you know, I followed this story and read a lot about it. Um, the parents were clearly negligent. There are absolute laws in place to prosecute them. They've already been in jail for two years. They left that meeting. They cut it short. They refused to stay. They also refused to say they were going to get their son psychological help. The father, in fact, had given his son some of his own pills and said, suck it up. And, and so they went out, they bought him a gun. They knew he was drawing these pictures. The son repeatedly asked for, asked for help, said he wanted to talk to someone and they refused to take him. They also refused at the school to search his backpack. I don't think there's ever been a case, case that's been so more clear of negligent parents. And absolutely parents have a right to lock up any weapons whether or not it's a law within their home and can be held criminally negligent if their child accesses a gun and not only that but they bought him a gun knowing all of this so yeah. it, there, there are lots of problems with this case i mean unfortunately this is a, a child that asked for help that didn't get it and, you know, when you look at the facts, though, it does look like the school should have stepped in and done more as well. Yeah, they should have suspended yeah. and said we're and, and reported him to the parents to DCFS when they refused to get their son help. It, it's a tragedy all the way around. It's another lesson for everyone to look at, to stop, listen to your kids and don't think you're being a good parent by being their friend and giving them destructive, um, yes. you know, destructive, I don't want to call a gun a toy, but it, this just seems to be a pattern with children that are disturbed where parents feel like I want to be their friend, so I'm going to go out and buy them the thing they want the most, and maybe that will help. And in reality, that's not the situation. No, no, such good thoughts. And, and we'll continue to follow this case here on KSL. And on A Woman's View, too, I'll get more input to see what uh, what the court does with this charge, and maybe it will have some sort of an effect that parents will think twice before they let a child have access to, let alone buy them their own personal gun, when there is anything that causes them concern when it comes to mental health. Let me, let me take one more break, and we'll come back with a slightly lighter topic on the backslide. Uh, this is A Woman's View on KSL News Radio. Don't go away. Be back in a moment.